This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, things seem to be on the up and up for the government's new agency in charge of security clearances. The FBI is able to shift some workers elsewhere thanks to automation. HHS stands up a new office to help it deal with complex contracts as it modernizes itself. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies and contractors will see some stability in security clearance prices again next year. The Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency says the price for conducting background investigations will not go up next year. DCSA says its continuous vetting capabilities are expanding and its business model is getting more efficient in its first full year of operation. It also plans to add 168 more staff members to replace the support functions OPM's common services previously provided. Automation at the FBI's Biometric Identification and Analysis Unit has led to the Bureau retraining hundreds of employees for other jobs. Since the Bureau deployed its next-generation identification system in 2014 to automate most fingerprint matches, the unit reduced its headcount from as many as 500 employees to fewer than 100. Most of those employees have moved into work updating criminal histories tied to those fingerprint records. The Bureau gets nearly 200,000 fingerprint submissions every day, and more than 90% of them are completed without any human intervention. Faced with one of the most complex contract transitions ever, Health and Human Services is creating a central hub of expertise. HHS stood up the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, Program Management Office. The office is charged with shepherding the network modernization and telecommunications initiative from contract development to full-scale implementation. HHS released its request for service under EIS earlier this year. It says the PMO will ensure the agency takes advantage of bulk buying opportunities and eliminate redundancies and duplicate costs. Agencies are pushing for long-term IT modernization funding from Congress in 2021. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. Six agencies are asking Father Congress for a bigger IT modernization allowance. The Departments of Commerce, Education, Labor, Agriculture, and Treasury, as well as the U.S. Agency for International Development, submitted proposals as part of their budget requests to either create new or expand current working capital funds. These agencies want to bank money saved from other programs and spend it on IT modernization. So far, Congress has been hesitant to approve the banking of leftover money, only giving SBA the authority in 2019. I'm Jason Miller. Two years into its ongoing mission to transform federal financial management, the Treasury Department dispersed $66 billion in payments for the Defense Department last year. DOD is switching over to Treasury to disperse payments as part of its financial management modernization strategy. By the end of fiscal 2022, Treasury expects to make $483 billion in payments for DOD. The Army is taking back the responsibility for handling its soldiers' payroll. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. As of now, the Defense Finance Accounting Service handles military pay for each of the services. That's changing in 2021, according to the agency's budget proposal. The Defense Military Pay Office plus travel administrative functions will transfer to the Army next year. According to the budget documents, the Army currently pays DFAS $61 million per year to act as its payroll provider. The changes will also affect nearly 800 jobs, but the budget documents don't indicate whether all of those positions will transition to the Army. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. 
Defense Secretary Mark Esper has not used civilian employee collective bargaining authority he received in a White House executive order. Federal News Network's Tom Temin is here to explain. At the end of January, President Trump gave the Defense Secretary discretion to carve intelligence, counterintelligence, investigative or national security employees out of collective bargaining. Those exemptions named in the law enabling negotiations. Esper's plans are unknown. Union officials say they hope he never exercises the authority. And Maine Republican Senator Susan Collins says she'd like to amend the law and end the possibility of exemption. I'm Tom Temin. It appears an Air Force pharmacy on Joint Base Andrews reissued bottles with the personal health information of previous patients. WAMU reports images on a base community Facebook page show a variety of reissued medication bottles from the pharmacy. Many displayed the personally identifiable information of previous patients. And the Army Research Office may have a solution for tired soldiers in the field. ARO is studying a newly discovered system of the brain that acts as a big toilet flush for toxins when humans are asleep. The Army hopes by studying the glymphatic system, it might be able to pre-screen which soldiers are more suitable for all-night missions. Another possibility is creating drugs that will help soldiers stay more aware on less sleep. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Oh,